Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, we'll talk about the most recent win for Mark Adams and company as they down the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Some good, some bad. Most importantly, win number three in as many tries. We'll also look to the defensive end of the floor and get a progress report from Chris Level through three games and also discuss possibly a surprising contender for Big 12 minutes, given some of what we've seen from him early this season. That's all coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through love. Thanks for joining us today on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan, and today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online's got you covered and set all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. So get on over right now to Bet Online where the game starts. Chris, great to be back with you. I do apologize to our locked on Texas Tech viewers and listeners. Little under the weather, throwing our schedule off here a bit this week. I think it's just my body outright rejecting a world where Texas Christian is 10-0, and 0, but we'll get to that <laughs> a little bit later on. It's great to see you again, my man, and, and we'll kick off the conversation here uh, going back to Monday night and United Supermarkets Arena where Mark Adams and the Red Raiders improved to 3-0 and 0, but was not without some adventure, right? I want to credit the Bulldogs, but we'll also spend some time uh, talking about ways maybe that Texas Tech made it a little harder on themselves than it should have been. Yeah, you know, I I, th- I think Louisiana Tech's a really good team. Um, I think they they basically gave you the the first bit of adversity that you faced. That game was pretty close, uh, semi late in the second half, and and you kind of used the crowd and a few three point uh, makes to to kind of pull away. But I, I just thought I thought I was very impressed with Talvin's team. Uh, I think that they're you know it's a twenty four win team from last year. They've won twenty plus games in nine of the last ten years. So that that was they were clearly better than the first two teams you placed. And having said that, the first team you beat, Northwestern State, they go beat TCU earlier this week. TCU's missing a couple of key guys, so throw that out there. And then Texas Southern beats Arizona State on Sunday uh, after you had beat them as well. And so I just you know I don't know if you're maybe better than we think. I just think that my my point of bringing that up is look out. All these games are tricky. You just look around the country, and you just better keep your head on a swivel. I mean, Louisville's lost their first three games by one point, and including to a school called Bellarmine, I think is is how you say it. So I won't fact check you on that. Yeah, that's, that's right. So <laughs> so just just be careful. I think you just kind of keep keep trying to stack them up, however you can get them. And you're right, Casey. I mean that that one against Louisiana Tech, there was plenty to not like. Uh, about the way you played with the via the turnovers and all that, but bottom line is you're three and zero. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think you just we all would love for these to look pretty, you know, style points and all that good stuff. Uh, I don't know if that was ever in the cards, being the work in progress that Texas Tech is. And when we're talking about double digit wins, I mean there are plenty of things to like about what you're doing, obviously. But uh, the lesson so far, if you need it as a fan, I think is just don't take any of this for granted, right? Because we're not in football season. It is more of a, a widespread type of deal when you're talking men's basketball or even college baseball where you can find some talent in some smaller programs and whatnot all across America. 
you know, Texas Southern has got a coach that's seen a lot of basketball. Northwestern State has got I don't know what they got. Maybe that's what got me to feeling better than taking down the Horn Frogs actually coming on back around. But point is, you've got three wins in three tries, and that's the most important number uh, that we'll discuss here on the program today. But yeah, you don't want to take anything for granted. You did what you needed to do before you head off to Maui. There's no doubt about that, right? You took care of business at the end of the day. You you did, <clears throat> and and I, I I like that Louisiana Tech played you tough because I think that you hadn't really faced that much adversity, and I, I think the game kind of slowed down a bit at times, and then you got to see a different version of Davion Harmon, and I think that that was fun to see because that's gonna you're gonna have to major in some of that his quickness and able to beat people off the dribble because Texas Tech in those first two games you're used to kind of getting turnovers and scoring off of them. And, and the game is kind of more of an up and down. But when the game slows down, okay, how, how do we score now? Like, what does what the recipe look like now? We can't just come set a ball screen every time or, you know, they, they start guarding your shooters and things like that. But it's it's Harmon's penetration ability to beat people off the dribble and get to the basket or create something for somebody else that I thought was very impressive. And he does so without turning the ball over. He's the one kind of exception here where he's playing a ton of minutes and rarely – coughs it up or makes a mistake. And I think that is certainly something you can uh, grow old with for sure. Yeah, he had a, uh, what, six to one assist to turnover ratio playing all the minutes that he did against Louisiana Tech. And I mentioned this after the first game, and maybe it's just something I'm telling myself to feel better about it because still as a team, the turnover number is uh, just unacceptable. You won't be successful in the Big 12 Conference with a number like that. But I've been telling myself, well, at least it's not your veteran point guard. <laughs> that's filling up that column, right? He's not doing that kind of thing. So I'm taking some solace in that fact. But Chris, the, the last couple times out from a scoring standpoint, I've liked what we've seen from Harmon. Is he going to need to be that kind of scorer in Big 12 play? Do you think Tech can survive if he doesn't have to fill those types of shoes? I think he's got to be he's got to be a playmaker for you. And I think with that comes – being a bit selfish at times and looking and hunting his shot. Uh, I think because uh, he can create and he can get something, you know, get something done and get a shot up, whereas other guys are just not quite quick enough or good enough with the ball, um, with their ball handling and things like that against the competition that's about to get tougher. But I think Davion, and again, there's only so many old guys on this team. I mean, you just look right. back to last year and you played all of none, none true freshmen. You're playing essentially four now. I don't know how much of that will continue, but right now you are. And I bet you see most of that in Maui. And and, and you look at even not counting your seniors last year, and you had a bunch of them. The, the middle part of your roster was guys like Kevin McCullough, and, and T.J. Shannon, and now the middle part of your roster are guys like Demorian Williams and Kerwin Walton. That I no offense to them, but they're not what McCuller and Shannon were last time we saw them, or what they are now. So you're just so. My point is that you 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 really need guys like Davion Harmon and Kevin O'Banner to be consistent and bring it every night. Because if they don't, where else does it come from? then you start to lean on a really new guy or a really young guy, and in some cases both. Uh, so that that's where I think, yeah, to your point, Harmon's got to be part of uh, you winning against, uh, you know, as the competition gets gets better and tougher, and he's just got to be more more selfish in some ways, but, but just continue to be a leader and, and produce. 
Yeah, I'm sure for a guy like him coming into a new team, he's first and foremost a point guard, facilitator, distributor. Probably could err on the side of being a little too unselfish as we get the uh, the season started here. But I don't think any Tech fans after the last few games are going to have any problems with him pulling some triggers and, and trying to get to the hoop uh, himself and seeing what comes of that, whether it's a dish or whatever it might be. Because he's certainly proven, I think, as far as Tech is concerned, that he's probably your most capable when it comes to maybe hurting somebody just simply off of the dribble. We'll continue the basketball conversation coming up. I want to get to Kevin O'Banner's night and also back to some of the young guns. Pop, pop! And we're going to get to the shot-blocking bad boy, Daniel Bacho. Alliteration man's dream when we get to that conversation. It's all coming up ahead on Locked on Texas Tech. But first, today's episode brought to you by Simply Safe, and the numbers is where the reality lies. The last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe security to protect their home. You're not earning the trust of that many people without doing something right. They're protecting you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who have always got your back. So customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. At simplysafe.com slash locked on college, you're going to save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. So visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more because there's no safe like Simply Safe. And also, today's episode brought to you by Jay's Salsa Company. Ready right now at jsalsacompany.com. That's jsalsacompany.com to ship anywhere in the U.S. That Red Raider family recipe, 20 years in the making, prioritizing only fresh ingredients. No need to trick it all up when you got it rocking the way that Jay's Salsa has got it rocking. The hot or the mild, your choice. Or go highball with it. Cocktail, Frankenstein it. A little combo flavor. Heard from some Locked On Texas Tech listeners. Not a bad approach. You're going to find it any way you like it in that red and black jar, either at jsalsacompany.com or on your grocery store shelf in over 90 stores in Texas or New Mexico. Most United Supermarkets, Albertson Supermarkets, Market Streets, or in Lubbock at H-E-B. So get there now and grab your jar up your salsa game. Your family will thank you this holiday season. Or if you're not in the 806 in Texas or New Mexico, head on over right now to jsalsacompany.com. They're shipping anywhere in the U.S. at jsalsacompany.com. Glad to have you with the ride on Locked On Texas Tech, or it's your team every day on the Locked On Podcast Network with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't so far, or anywhere you get podcasts, so you never miss an episode. Like if we were to ever get off schedule, it wouldn't matter because <laughs> you're still going to know when the episode's hitting the ground. Like if Texas Christian made the college football playoff and my body revolted against me once again, and we had to get off schedule, it wouldn't matter. If you were subscribed, you'd know when videos are hitting the scene, my man. I'm sorry to bring that up twice. You're looking a little freaking out. Well, freaking Texas, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. They are they are such a meme. I mean, what a joke. What an absolute comedy three hour, not comedy hour. I mean, what an embarrassment 
I mean, unbelievable. Get bring the game day. Let's sell it out. Let's have the night game and let's just lay a big old giant egg. We're we're freaking Texas, right? I mean, oh, that was a freaking embarrassing. Kudos to TCU, man. But you know, the one time I I, I want Texas to try to do well, just that's what you get. Exactly. You know, the jokes on me, man. Jokes on me. I, des- got, I deserve you've it. Seen them, Chris. The screen grabs. You making some weird hand gesture on the show last week. I'm fearful of what this could do. Uh, for your reputation moving yeah. forward. So I don't know if maybe you want to give another hand gesture to the Longhorns right now. <laughs> Get a screen grab. Okay, there we go. That's good enough. That's good enough. This and is better yet. Like, is this is this the, the, the deal? Yeah, we'll do that too. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry that I brought all that up and got you to it's the okay. point of having to say kudos, Texas Christian. I, I kind of sickens myself. Uh, 64-55 as we were recapping Texas Tech and Louisiana Tech. Uh, before we get to looking ahead to Melikalikimaka is a wise. We're still talking about win number three. Kevin O'Banner, Chris, 15 points, eight rebounds on the day, continues to be a guy that I think is showing himself as the foundational piece uh, for this team. And I don't know how you've processed the first three games for him, but I also kind of get some type of feel of uh, he's not taking over. He's not forcing things. He also is maybe trying to work in you know, some team chemistry, allowing other guys, you know, the chance to make some plays. It's not Marcho Banner just yet, but I've liked a lot of what we've seen from him so far. Yeah, I, I think that's the – I think you make a great point. And the scariest thing is I don't know if that's his game is being able to, like, quote-unquote, take over. Uh-huh. You can't just throw it to him and say, hey, f- f- get bail us out. Give me a bucket. That's not really his game. However – he has been consistent. We were just talking about that. I think this is this is needed. He's got to do this on the glass. Uh, he's got to be able to score for you uh, around the basket and from deep. Uh, I think he he can bring a, a sense of uh, calm to you. Now, doesn't give me a sense of calm when he's throwing it to the other team at the end of the game. Uh, two turnovers right there. And it's like then we call it. See, see the timeout, and it's like you look out and no KOs uh, wasn't out there because they put five, five uh, guards in there. But they, well, again, you said on the broadcast, Chris, you're like, I don't know what Kevin was looking at there. I that was kind of a baffling. Throws one. a long pass, and and he's got you know a bulldog right in the middle of the lane, and it's just you know he and, and you're having enough issues with that anyways but he's got to be somebody that can't fall into that trap and get sped up and right. he he's he's seen these things but yeah it just was a a bizarre you know guess what i bet they work on uh but before they go to maui is breaking the press and like you know having a plan and understanding where guys are supposed to be and you just can't throw long passes that's what the opponent wants guys are too quick too too fast they're gonna they're gonna to to steal those so but but back to the he's been consistent and i think if he will continue to do that and those are the two stats where i think he helps you the most on the glass and and scoring and if he does those two things to me he's doing his part uh because i don't think you can ask him to be somebody that that's just not who he is somebody that takes over and 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 just you know can score you 30 i just don't know if that's who kevin is it's not a knock it's just i think that you're asking him to be something he's not. You want to put him in a position where he's successful, and he can certainly do those things because you mentioned the the March uh, aspect. I mean, he majors in that, uh, yeah. the double-double king as far as the NCAA tournament goes. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, hopefully we have an opportunity to see him uh, in that setting once again. 
I already mentioned the names uh, Bacho and Isaacs. I know Isaacs is going to get a lot of attention. He's getting a lot of run, a lot of minutes, a lot of turnovers so far, but also knocking some shots down. We're seeing some of the good, some of the bad. I'm having flashbacks, Chris, of Keenan Evans start in this program just purely from the minute standpoint. Because I remember Tubby Smith and company, you know, Keenan would make mistakes and you're like, why is he constantly out there in these big situations? And it wasn't like he was constantly making mistakes, but it was like a coin flip sometimes early on. And the reality was that Tubby Smith and his coaching staff had high expectations for Keenan Evans as a big picture player. And I think wanted to invest that time in him. Correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but I'm kind of wondering, are we going to see some similar things with Isaacs to begin the season? You can't let him tie your rope, obviously, as a team going that far, but I know some fans are going to be quick to say, oh, you know, why is he getting these minutes when the turnovers look this way? But is there anything similar to what I'm saying there? How are you processing what you're seeing from Pop so far? Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, I think Pop is somebody that he he's he's an elite passer. I've seen it. Uh, he can shoot. But at some level, Casey, like like with Keenan several years ago to, to follow with your lead there, at some point, you don't really have much of a choice. Um, you know, I, I he's been recruited here, and you don't really have uh, somebody else to – because, I mean, like, right now, you, you, one of your only other true guard options is Lamar Washington, and he's kind of a – he's another freshman, and he, you know, he, he committed two fouls within five seconds of each other the other night. So he's got his own kind of issues. It's just part of it. If Pop will just simply take better care of the ball, everything else has been good. Yep. Um, I think he defends well. He's hit a few key shots, but you're going to have to live with some of this, and you just have to continue to work to him. And and I think that they've had him in the film room. They show him this. They explain can't do this. And I just thought too much against Louisiana Tech. There, and it wasn't just on Pop, but there's a lot of okay, I'm going to throw it here because I think you're about to, to back cut or you're about to come set a screen, and then that's not what happens. And then you've got two guys looking at each other like, well, I thought you were – and there's just <laughs> too much of that, that that's going on when you just basically just hand in the ball to the other team and you just – you're not going to be good. It's like the football team. You're not going to be good enough to just survive some of that if you continue to major in it. And you've averaged 17 turnovers a game. It, he's had, I think, 13. Let's see. I mean, I wrote the. He's had 13 of your 52 turnovers are, are directly attributed to him. And with somebody that's got the ball in his hands at the moment, that's you're talking 20 ish, 25 ish percent uh, of, of the turnovers are just strictly on him. And you have to live with some of that, but but some of it he's just simply got to improve on. And he knows it, they, they know it. But it's painful to watch at times, and this is why Mark Adams continues to look in the mirror and tell himself, be patient. I've got to be patient, and I've, I can't fly off the handle every time. I've got to be patient, and that's really hard to watch the, the growing process. Yeah, no doubt, and I think you're seeing some of that as far as the team just learning to play together. There were some like uh, amputated back cuts and things like that where, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you're just playing as a player and you're thinking, hey, here's a good time for a cut, and then you think, oh, no, am I screwing something up or am I – and so I'm, I think – I'm freelancing, times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think in most cases you're saying, yeah, use your basketball IQ, move without the ball, make the cut, and hopefully the guy hits you. But there's probably still some of that uh, – 
timidity or what or hesitation, whatever you want to call it, to just not screw something up, possibly. I, I don't know. I'm not in practice, which, by the way, should be a lot of fun this week getting ready for Maui <laughs> after a 20 turnover day. I saw Noren Sodiase commenting on that on Twitter that it should be a nice few days, quality time together. Come to Jesus meetings, we used to call them once upon a time, uh, between Monday night's affair and getting ready for next Monday's affair with number 10 Creighton. We'll continue the basketball conversation coming up. I want to get to the defensive end of things, Chris, because there was a lot of talk that there's just no way that this defense is going to be able to meet the standard that they set last year, partly because of how high that standard was a season ago. But I want to get to the aforementioned Daniel Bacho, six blocks on the night Monday night, and the Tech defensive progress report coming up next before we wrap it up on Locked On Texas Tech. But First, today's episode brought to you by Bet Online, the go-to to get the jump on all the angles, the action, and the angles on the action this football season and beyond. College basketball now upon us, and Bet Online has got you covered every week with all the trends. You can find all the latest news on this week's slate, as well as analysis on the wide, wide world of sports, well beyond football or basketball. Combat sports, golf, esports. Mm-hmm. They got you covered at Bet Online, the HQ for live betting stats and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite events. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about what the trends are shaping up to look like this time around with Bet Online, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You got it. It's Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. With Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Three games in the books for Mark Adams and the Red Raiders. Three wins before they head off to Hawaii. <laughs> Chris, uh, could you give me a defensive progress report through three games? Even with maybe lesser expectations than you had last year, have they met that? Are they under that? Where are you seeing them so far? <laughs> I actually think that's been better than I would have thought, to be honest with you. I think you hold Louisiana Tech to 37% from the field uh, in that game. I think it's a really good shooting team. I thought uh, you're, you're taking you know enough charges, and, and, and the new guys are doing some of these things, which tells you that it's taking like what they're teaching and, and, and the scheme and, and all those things. It hasn't been perfect. Uh, but it, it, I, I'll tell you, you know, you mentioned that about Bacho and his block shots because yeah. we knew that that, that Bacho would, would provide you with some more offense and some rebounding and just be a presence. But, I, you know, and I'm, I'm interested to see if this kind of can continue because, yeah, he rim protection wasn't necessarily something I thought that you would you would just 
get a ton of from him. Not that he can't, but that's been worlds better than I would have thought. I don't want to compare him to Tariq Owens or anything like that yet because that was like something special. And then we were – but six blocks in a game is – that's big-time stuff. Yeah. And you had, you had 11 in the game, and I thought that was one of the huge differences in the game in general is your ability to kind of protect the rim and – and just your your length and, and causing problems for shooters. So uh, because you know, as I'm looking up, Davion Harmon and KJ Allen each had a couple of blocks as well. But the, the, if you if he can continue that, because it, where it was really noticeable is when he wasn't in the game. Yep. That's when it tells me that he really is doing a good job. Because when he was, you know, because they have to manage his minutes, and he's got to, you know, if he gets a couple of fouls, you've got to just, you know. But when he came out, Louisiana Tech tried to attack the basket. They tried to get inside, and you didn't really have anybody that could, you know, could could, uh, you know, sway that or, or kind of alter shots or, or block them or anything like that. It was just kind of a, uh, it, it was wide open in there. But when he was in there, it was a big difference. And I think that's a compliment to him, and it's a compliment to Talvin for recognizing that and kind of changing what they were trying to do from a Louisiana Tech standpoint too. Uh, but but that that's been a couple of things. I think they take a lot of charges, and the rim protection have been better than I would have thought. Man, I got to tell you, I and I don't want to put the cart before the horse because who knows uh, when this horse is going to show up. But <laughs> I'm just having dreams of Big Maple, Big Bacho. I mean, I'm watching uh, Duke last night, and they've got twin freaking thirty foot redwoods down there, <laughs> and I'm just like, there, there's nothing to substitute for sheer mass. And you mentioned the word sway someone away from possibly attack. Yeah, just make them think about it. It's not even like coming up with blocks sometimes or disrupting necessarily, but just making a guy think, no, I'll pull the trigger on this three, I guess, instead of maybe attack the basket, right? Well, and, and that's where there's no stat category for 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 that kind of thing because like <laughs> right. that's what Tariq Owens did so well is he would get guys to alter what they were trying to do with their shot, and even though he didn't block it, 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 it creates a high level of defense in that, okay, they have to float it a little higher. They have to alter how they're, they're getting that shot off and it, and then they're not comfortable with it. And so you, you, you know, end up missing. And I think Daniel, I started to see some of that with him the other night as guys are starting to think about it. They start, you know, I don't know if I want to go, go that route. So uh, I agree totally. And that's when, God, you just, you just need your other big fella back, you know, yeah. and it, you need to fast forward there. It's just not going to, happen anytime soon unfortunately but you just feel compromised without him you know because it's just there's no backup to Bacho man there's no backup to Davion Harmon uh right now I mean, th those are those are guys that you just simply have to have and I mean because you, you know what you got staring staring at you with Creighton there, there's a guy named Ryan Kalkbrenner who's all of seven foot one defensive player of the year in the Big East Conference uh preseason uh, they were picked to win the Big East, but he's he's a dude, and he's been averaging close to double doubles and and all that, and he's going to protect the rim. And so, Bacho is going to have his hands full. But also, when Bacho comes out of the game, and they leave Kalkbrenner in there, does Greg McDermott like what 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 do you look at there? As you look at the next game on the schedule, and that one is going to be uh, a handful uh, for the Red Raiders uh, uh, on Monday afternoon. But uh, yeah, you just. Uh, you, you need Bacho to stay healthy and to stay out of foul trouble. Uh, before we wrap it up, Chris, KJ Allen in 12 minutes had a steal, two blocks, and three rebounds. Can he get Big 12 minutes? You think? What, what do you really see this season as the big picture, kind of the ceiling possibly for KJ Allen? 
Great question. Um, it's a question I don't know if I have an answer to. <laughs> they part of it right now is because you have to you you need some level of size, and so he's kind of playing five man minutes right now. Whenever Bacho does come out, and you and it's like okay, KJ Allen or Robert Jennings are really, or do we move O'Banner over there? And I think that they're trying to leave O'Banner at the four and and things like that. I think KJ is such a he's a tweener. Okay, he's an undersized big guy, can't play on the perimeter, but he's such a good teammate. He's got such strong hands. He plays bigger than he is, and he can he can get up in the air, and he's lost some weight, and I think it's helped him be in better shape, and I just think that he can provide some of that for you. Um, I don't know when the rubber meets the road, when you get to the Big 12 Conference, how many minutes are there, but I'd be willing to bet they all go to him and not Robert Jennings when the rubber meets the road. If there's any minutes to, minutes to spill over right there against a, a, a tougher team, I'll just be interested to see what Mark's rotation looks like in Maui. Yeah, because this is this is going to be like Big Twelve games. Oh yeah, and you've had three games to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and he may he may stay deep or, or try to and just say out of necessity we yeah. don't have a choice. But I bet that rotation shrinks a bit, and even if he plays as many guys as he has, I bet some of those back end guys don't play as as many minutes as as we're used to seeing. Foul trouble will dictate that. The lead sure. or the deficit may dictate that. But I I I'm, I like KJ. I just think he's a good piece. It's just where does he fit at times? That's the right. that's the kind of the, the the tricky thing because I know what position he is, but that those guys are typically six foot eight. And yeah. yet he's about six four, and so that that's kind of why I think a lot of schools didn't recruit him, but also think it, there's reasons why Texas Tech loves him on their roster, and they didn't want him to leave either. They wanted to kind of let him stay in the program and be a guy that that, that stayed here. Yeah, people also knew that I was supposed to be our four <laughs> in high school, but there was nothing about me that said that other than how damn mean I was. <laughs> but KJ. You know, I think he's 10 of 10 from a care factor. I think he's going to bust his ass when he has the opportunity. He is a freak athlete. The dude can get up. And there's nothing really big about him other than his freaking pterodactyl wingspan. I mean, that wingspan, his arms, when you see him on the floor, are incredible. The wingspan is insane. It reminds me of my grandfather who had wide thumbs. And this is basketball analysis (laughs) I'm giving you right now. And he used to tell us it was because his arms grew too fast and he used to walk on his thumbs as a kid. Now, I don't know if KJ had the same problem or not, but this wingspan is a unique attribute to have. And I know another thing, Chris, we all want to root for him. We all want to see him get minutes, want to see him have the chance to have success. It'd be awesome to see that actually take place. I've been a little surprised to see him have some of the impact that he has. So we'll see what he does with maybe some opportunity in Maui. I just remember, I I tell you where I learned a lot about KJ Allen. And I think he's a better version of himself now than he was then. But I, I realized that there's something there when you went to Ames, Iowa last year to start off the conference season and you had a few COVID issues, you had a few injuries and you took the floor. And it's like, we got seven healthy dudes. This yeah. is all we've got. And some of your main guys weren't going to be a part of that. And he was one of them and he played a lot of minutes and he did just fine. Uh, it's a tough place to play. You ended up losing a close one, but I thought there's a lot of guys that grew up in that game that I thought just keeping it close and having a chance to win it when your roster was depleted, 
I thought it, it was pretty fascinating, but that's where I learned a lot about KJ Allen. But I mean, the other night against Louisiana Tech, he's diving on the floor, he's going after loose balls, he's he's doing some of those different things, and he's become because of that, he's become a fan favorite. Yeah, we know the Netflix yeah. aspect of that, but he's he's been a, a fan favorite just because people want to root for the guy because he works so hard. And there's nobody you mentioned ten out of ten care factor nailed it. Uh, that's a bullseye. Uh, because he's all in. He's not going to cause any drama. It's yes, sir. What do you need from me? If you give me two minutes or 15 minutes, I will give you all I've got. And that's all you can ask from most of these guys. And just yet, he, there's just nothing there with him that you don't like. Easy guy to root for. You're going to need 10 to 10 on all fronts uh, <laughs> whenever you get busy Monday afternoon. And Maui, we still got some time left this week to get you set for the Red Raiders and number 10, Creighton. And we'll be doing just that. Coming up on Locked On Texas Tech, appreciate you for making us your first listen. Now make Locked On Sports Today your next listen. It's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for the time, Chris. Enjoy it as always, man. Keep hope alive, man. Guns up. That's right. Number 23, baby. It's all hopeful on the basketball front. As you head right down at a beach, man. I don't think Hawaiians talk like that. I'm getting my beach accents mixed up. You just I'll went Bahamas. It out. Yeah, you went Bahamas or Jamaica or something. Hey, everything gonna be Irie. Hey, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before the week is over. <laughs> For Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. We'll see you next time around on Locked On Texas Tech.